0: And you're back on Two Oceans Vibe Radio. This, of course, is the Feel Good Business Show. It's the show where we cut through the noise and we bring you the best of South Africa. I'm your host, Colin Donsko. Don't forget to connect with us at 2OVFM. Also, Mr. Underscore Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest in information, the latest in news, and the latest in inspirational people making an impact and a change in the lives of others in this country. Now, Bitcoin Marketplace responds to the lockdown crisis. Uh, Paxful's Bitcoin Fund joined ECD centers in South Africa to fight child hunger. The newly launched Bitcoin donation campaign aims or aims to provide COVID-19 relief and raise awareness about children or about child hunger. Today we're in conversation with Helene Brunt, the marketing manager at Grow. Helene, good afternoon and welcome to the show.
1: Thank you. I feel welcome. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Thank you, uh, Leon. I know we've got lots to discuss, but our hearts are warmed with the knowledge that dozens of local families will have or has had a solid meal to eat before bed each night as they face or have faced this economic devastation of COVID-19 uh, that has led to an income crisis for most South African families. I think it's important that we discuss these uh, these issues on platforms like these. Um, now, help arrive to ECD centers like the one you're running, which is the Grow educate Center. Uh, Center through the generosity of members of the public, businesses, and and, an unlikely source, the Bitcoin economy. But firstly, Eliane, tell us a bit more about uh, the Grow Educate Centers.
1: Yes, of course. Well, Grow, I think, also um, breaks the mold, just like Two Oceans Vibe. We're a a social impact organization, and uniquely, we're using the principles of franchising in a non for profit space. Mm -hmm. So essentially, partner with women who run ECD centers in developing communities, provide them with the tools and the resources, a complete recipe for success, so that they can run professional ECD centers sure. that not only bring quality education to communities, but there's also a sustainable business for her and creates jobs for the teachers wow. and people that she wow,
0: Wow, well, I also saw that you, that you partnered with the Clothing Bank, or well, there's, a, there's a relationship with the Clothing Bank, yes. you recently had them on the station.
1: So, for those of you who know the Clothing Bank, the Clothing Bank is run by the the two dynamic Tracys, Tracy and Tracy, and yes. uh, both have tremendous background in social change, and they have um, they're determined to uh, to eradicate poverty, especially among women, men, and families. So, Grow is actually an initiative that was born from the Clothing Bank. Oh, wow! Interesting, as women and men in the Clothing Bank and the Appliance Bank program were making more money and lifting themselves out of poverty, they were doing a few things. Um, they were cleaning out their debts. They were investing in their houses, making their houses more safe and proud. And they were investing in education, either for themselves or for their children. And that's why we saw a very unique opportunity to, um, to bring quality education into the community. Wow. Many families living in townships or developing areas, don't have high quality private school level of early learning institutes in their communities. Let's face it, the options really are are daycare services that are essentially just babysitting services. Mm. The the teachers are not always well-trained. They struggle with the right resources and equipment. And, And those parents who want the best for their children often spend a large amount of money on transport costs mm. to get them out to a better, a marginally better ECD center or early childhood development center um, in another community. And that's why Grow Education centers saw this as an amazing opportunity, not only for social impact to bring quality education into those communities, but obviously also as a business opportunity. Wow. Um, so yeah, that's yeah. where Grow and I think Bank uh, are connected.
0: Are oh, connected. Now I know that uh, Grow has... Uh 44 centres uh, situated nationwide, and, and the Educa is the largest chain of five-star ECD centres in South Africa. Uh, but Elian, what has been some of the challenges faced by the ECD sector in South Africa as a result of this uh, coronavirus outbreak?
1: Okay, sure, the early learning sector has really been hit very, very hard by lockdown. Um, if you can remember, since 18 March, all schools and early learning centers had to close, which means that uh, to date, it's I think more than 75 days that um, our centers have been closed. Mm-hmm. Despite the immediately relevant impact on children um, and their stimulation and growth, the impact on teachers and staff, for example, the cook or the cleaner, and the business owner who runs the ECD center has been tremendous. Many of the, many, in fact, most of the parents that we serve have either lost their jobs or had severe income cuts, which means they're not able to pay school fees. And you might ask yourself, why pay school fees if you're not getting that service? Well, the the owner of the Educare Centre must continue to pay salaries, Mm -hmm. rent, fees, there's there's lots of costs that have to be maintained. So really the risk is that ECD centres as businesses might not be able to recover. Um, And so for for us, that's one of the the big priorities. Mm -hmm. The other things that are very concerning is as we survey and connect with our franchisees, our staff, um, teachers in the schools and the parents, it was a big growing concern around food security. People were telling us they did not know where they would be able to buy electricity for tomorrow, Mm -hmm. what they're going to feed for tomorrow, and some of our ECD centres provided up to two meals a day. So you can imagine that that really became a very, very urgent, um, uh, pressing need for us to address.
0: Wow! Wow! And then, what type of assistance? So again, to the ECD owners or the franchisees, uh, what type of assistance were, were, were they or are they receiving? Because um, I mean, if, if those centers close down, it affects those families and it affects those kids. And uh, so, apart yes. from the if, apart from the you know the the charitable initiatives, what type of assistance are given to them uh, just in terms of uh, survival or business survival during this period?
1: Sure. So some of our education centers are already registered with the Department of Social Development and therefore they also access grants. Uh, some of our centers, the bulk of them, are not there yet. I mean, that's why they've, they've joined Grow, is to help us get them to a level of professionalism and registration. Those that are receiving grants are able to and have been using that, those funds to pack family food parcels for children and their families sure. um, to pay a- a small stipend to their staff and their teachers. And so that really has been helpful. But that's not that's the, the minority of our centers. For the rest of them, I must admit, our the, the franchise owners uh, who are also businesswomen and leaders in their community have gone above and beyond. So despite low income, we've seen them pack education, um, care packs, let's call it like a homeschooling kit. Some of their learners uh, provide food vouchers and parcels for their staff, their their parents. They've gone above and beyond, but they don't have the capacity to maintain that, and that's why we launched our hunger relief campaign together with the clothing bank to um, to provide direct relief to all our beneficiaries and also the parents or the children at our ECD centres as soon as possible. You know, we don't want to we don't want to just wait and hope for the best. we need immediate action.
0: Wow! Wow! Well, that's incredible and also inspirational. I think we've been saying from the offset that now more than ever, it's it's not the time for us to be saying, but it's your job or it's your job. But we really had to find ways to come together as leaders in the different industries we find ourselves in and say, how can we impact, uh, you know, the, the downline so that they can impact their downline and, and create a ripple effect of just finding solutions now. Yes. Uh, so thank you Absolutely. for sharing that thank you for sharing that helena now i know that it's estimated that just over 2.7 million children access an ecd program in south africa uh, mainly serving the most vulnerable communities uh, whose household incomes have been severely constrained by the crisis and this is why it's important for us to partner with um, with, with initiatives like this now that brings me to the hashtag uh, built with Bitcoin charitable initiatives. Uh, what has been its history of, of encouraging the Bitcoin community to, to support charitable initiatives like this um, around the world and also here in South Africa?
1: I absolutely love the work that Paxful is doing. Um, peer-to-peer Bitcoin marketplace, they had an opportunity to just dig in and cash out. But they really have taken a long view to, to say, as a Bitcoin community, we can actually influence the entire community, first of all, to give back and contribute back. Um, and that's why I think the Built With Bitcoin initiative, which has been investing, especially in education and in literacy across Africa and the world, is a tremendous milestone, not only for the, the financial investments that they've made, but for the fact that they are they are um, interrogating Bitcoin the Bitcoin community to say, what are you doing with yeah. your impact, your leverage and your assets? And what is the legacy that you will leave? So last year for Mandela Day, Paxful approached us and partnered with us and used their built with Bitcoin initiative to support our literacy initiative. Wow. And with that, we got over 10,000 books into the hands of our ECD learners. And that's really where our partnership started. And since then, Paxful have really put their money where their mouth is. They walk the talk, um, and they've given us. Um, they've, as you might know, they've kickstarted in response to the COVID crisis. They've kickstarted their Africa Fund, and the Africa Fund is their own investment of two hundred seventy thousand rand to respond to the crisis. And on top of that, they've committed and said we will match all donations up to two hundred seventy thousand rand. On top of that, so. I think this is the type of initiatives that um, that 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 our younger generation especially are expecting from brands, and and it's the type of initiative that can inspire us to say yes, we need to modernise, we need to trade, we must run our businesses. At the same time, our businesses are not an island. Our businesses are within a, as the community flourishes, our business will flourish.
0: Wow, wow, that's impressive because we've never thought of the Bitcoin community. Um, you know peer-to-peer we've never thought of them as as possible support or that they would come on board and and run initiatives like this we've always just seen it as a you know it's a it's a it's a it's a community web platform that is purely focused on profits and growing and et cetera, et cetera. Mm. So this really breaks that mold and really opens up a whole new world of because we've now seen that the Bitcoin community has, you know, come to the forefront and they're affecting and impacting lives. So I had to look to the guys at Paxful um, for, for pioneering this change and also breaking those, those, those stereotypes or mind, uh, mindsets that we have. Now, I know that there's an urgent call, Uh, to action or an urgent call uh, for support. I mean, you know, this is an ongoing crisis. Uh, We're in the midst of it. And initiatives like this really is driving, um, you you know, driving change on the ground where where we often forget that people need need this help. Uh, What is the call? How can people get involved and how can they support uh, the Grow ECD Centres?
1: Thank you. Well, so Grow Educate and the Clothing Bank are continuing to invest in hunger relief efforts. So, anybody who wants to support our hunger relief campaigns can actually find us on Give and Gain, which is an online donation platform. And at the same time, right now, the it's the Grow Educate centres, besides for continuing to invest in hunger relief, we've also upweighted our focus on getting our early learning centres ready to reopen safely. Parents are very anxious. Um, our communities are very anxious about the virus, about the impact that it will have, and they're worried about sending their children back to school. Mm-hmm. So, and uh, so we've, we're busy preparing our detailed protocols of what will be best best practice to reopen and run an ECD centre. And part of that it requires that each ECD centre needs to invest almost four and a half thousand rand wow. into. PPE, their sanitizer dispensers, their hand-washing stations, water fountains where was fresh water and access to clean water is crucial. Um, infrared no-touch thermometers and face shields and PPE for their staff and their learners. You can imagine, if you have been receiving no money for more than two months mm-hmm. and just to open your business, you need this investment, it, it feels very daunting. Mm-hmm. So um, we've, we've actually launched our... Back to school campaign now which um, allows you to invest from 50 rand to 50,000 rand to helping these ecd centers reopen safely and you can find all the details about our back to school campaign and our hunger relief campaign on our website which is growecd.org.za you can also email me i am fundraising at growecd.org.za and we're also available Anywhere on the the wide web, in terms of social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, just search for Grow Educare Centres.
0: Uh, there we go. So, we will share that information at the bottom of this podcast. There'll be links to the website as well as links to uh, those different email email addresses. Uh, get involved, hashtag built with Bitcoin, and you can donate at give and gain. Uh, quickly, before I let you go, Helena, what kind of support? I know, as you, you mentioned earlier, that um the country is in a panic uh, parents of, of you know young kids uh, are in a panic they don't know if they should send the kids to school they don't know what kind of support i know i mean there's lots of pressure placed on the uh, the department of basic education Um, with regards to protocol and training and also providing resources. Mm -hmm. So to the ECD centers, um, what kind of support are you giving to, uh, you know, to these uh, franchise owners in terms of the migration now into reopening these centers, reopening schools, because parents, the public is saying, we're not sending our kids, but that's really just going to delay the process and affect the childs. So what kind of support and training and also what is your advice to parents um, of, of children?
1: Yes, so um, GROW is part of several official work streams uh, in partnership with the Department of Social Development to ensure that industry, every interested and affected party collaborates, to make sure we have the best protocols in place. I think that the government has made a, a tremendous leaps and strides in setting the standards that are required. Um, I understand that they are concerned about, about all schools being ready What we feel is that our responsibility is for our 40-odd ECD centers to make sure that they comply with all the requirements. Mm -hmm. So that um, we as a grow network or a grow brand want to ensure. Um, We're we're working very systematically with all of our franchisees in what we are calling a back-to-school plan with a detailed rollout of what she needs to do this week, what she needs to do next week, Mm -hmm. what on the day of opening. What type of communication must go to parents now? Um, In fact, we're currently rolling out parent surveys, staff surveys, and franchisee surveys to assess readiness and to assess, um, let's call it the mental space of what concerns are are top of mind Mm. and also their physical well-being and their physical readiness to return to work, to return to school. So it's a constant monitoring. And then I think the, the other thing that we're trying to do is not overload parents or franchisees with too much information in one go mm-hmm. there's a lot of information out there we need to filter that to what really is the most relevant and what also is backed by the research wow, wow. So that's and that's I, I won't say that we always get that right i think that the re- because the research is changing today for example we are seeing a lot of lot of new um Support from, for example, the Pediatric Association of South Africa that says children should go back to school.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're advocating that children are not super spreaders, children are most resilient to this virus, um, and and they're actually the lowest risk. So we're doing ourselves and our children an injustice by not sending them back to school. And also, I must be honest, as a, as a working parent myself, um, the the demand or the pressure to go back to work and start earning an income is great but it cannot be done if my child is not safe
0: absolutely
1: i am not going back to work until i know my child is safely cared for wow. and f- as a and as an economy we need to we need to make the connection between quality ecd and the ability for women especially to go to work and earn a salary for their families absolutely and I think we think of ECD as kids playing, and it's good for the children. But good quality ECD is good for families. Mm-hmm. It equips to be able to go to work, to um, and to have better careers. So it's all connected.
0: Wow! Wow! Well, that's impressive. And thank you for sharing that, Elian. I, I think and yes, there's there's so much information, and often that becomes overwhelming. Just you know, being being you know, all this information being dumped on us, and and day after day it changes. And so thank you for sharing that. You are. That you're assisting in the facilitation, or you facilitate, uh, facilitating the migration um, into what needs to happen now, as opposed to just saying, "Here's a lot of information, uh, you know, process it and figure out what to do." And I think that's one of the big fears is that uh, people within different sectors and you know different layers or levels of this of the industry uh, needs the guidance, the assistance, and just the facilitation or the, the steps too, which is exactly what you're offering. At, yes. As leaders at the um, ECD center. so thank you for sharing that. And last but not least, what inspires you? What keeps you inspired?
1: So GROW is a, is, a, is a wonderful place to work and build a career because we believe in growth, in personal responsibility, in full ownership, um, and we believe in self-worth. And that's why, for me, the, 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 the core idea behind GROW, Education Centres, is to keep growing, to keep growing as individuals, to keep growing our children who are the future of our country, to keep growing the women and the, who run these ECD centers as leaders in their community. So really, when you think about Grow Education Centers, the central theme is personal growth for the benefit of the community's growth.
0: Oh, I love that. I love it. It's a Leena Brand, this, uh, a marketing manager at Grow and the important message today is that we've got to keep growing uh, so that the rest of those in our communities can grow. Liam, thank you so, so much for joining us. It was an absolute pleasure having you on Tuitions Oceans today.